Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by ESPN Bet. All together now. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by ESPN Bet. Clearly, uh, LL Cool J knew a little something about the in-season tournament that maybe we didn't with the theme song. The legend, the Hall of Famer, Mr. Michael Wilbon is here. Our senior writer, Zach Lowe, the newest member of our team, Austin Rivers, and the OG, Kendrick Perkins. Um, gentlemen, mm-hmm. the Warriors, the Timberwolves, they punched <laughs> in for their second game in oh, four God. days last oh, night. Man. Something about that in-season tournament. It took mm. less than 100 seconds. I mean, Kendrick Perkins, check the score here. 0-0. Zero, zero. Watch in the corner there. Klay Thompson, Jaden McDaniels. I don't know. What, was he going for a box out? Did he just go straight for the jersey rip down? I mean, this had to start from their last game, right? You know, Jaden McDaniels, look, he was on Clay Hills like a pair of church socks. So, you know, Clay <laughs> was frustrated. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, last game. Last game. Well, it wouldn't stop between Clay and Jaden McDaniels. There, watch Draymond Green and Rudy Gobert. Draymond just flies in for the. From the top rope. The chokehold? Yeah, full chokehold. That was, uh, that might have been a little personal. I don't know. Well, Clay would end up being assessed two technical fouls and tossed out of the game. McDaniels assessed two technical fouls, tossed out of the game. And then Draymond Green, for his display in all of this, was assessed a flagrant two, and he was also tossed. We needed to get the slow-mo angle here, oh, Austin. Man. This is what it looked like. Here is what it would sound like after the game from the perspective of Rudy Gobert after all three players were ejected. Proud of myself for, you know, uh, being uh, the bigger man again and again. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of funny because before the game, I was, I was telling myself that Steph is not playing, so I know Draymond's going to try to get ejected. Rudy had his. Uh, hands on Clay's neck, and that's why Draymond went after Rudy. And uh, that's I saw one replay um, right after it happened. Um, the guys on the back of the bench were telling us uh, <clears throat> that Rudy had Draymond or had Clay, and that's why Draymond went went at Rudy. So that's all I all I know. And I do hope though that uh, the Rudy is going to do what needs to be done. You know, uh, yeah, because that's that's. Uh, So right now, the league is in the middle of reviewing the video, interviewing the parties involved. And I can tell you, as the league considers what to do here, 
before handing down a decision, they also take into account, is this an offense that has happened before? And as you can see with Draymond Green, it has happened a couple of times. So, Mr. Wilbon, I would like you to put on your commissioner hat, please. Oh, I'm happy to do that. If you are Joe Dumars, if you are handing this down, do you think that Draymond will be suspended and for how many games? Yes, he has to be suspended. Sure. Um, The league is likely to go three games. I, I, I would make it five. The league is likely to go three. I don't see them doing anything stronger than that. You see multi-game, though. Multi-game. Even though the Two to three. They'll go two to three. Okay. But this, you have to want to see this playoff series, right? Sure. Because this didn't start at 0-0, and it didn't start because Draymond saw Rudy's hands on Clay. That might have been a trigger, like a justification, but this goes back to last game, maybe something last year. We'll find out about it, but – I hope Austin agrees with me. I hope I'm not out in left well, field. Austin about has some this. experience of putting someone in a. I do have a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I see three, four game suspension here. Nobody threw any punches. Nobody got hurt. Uh, Rudy walked away fine. Um, but this is what Draymond does. You know what I mean? He is—he's an antagonizer. He's—he's he's a guy that he's an enforcer for the Warriors. He's a guy that is supposed to be the big dog. You kind of had a similar role, you know what I mean, with the Celtics, where if something were to happen, you would have to step in and. Sometimes in a split second, you can maybe react a little bit stronger than you wanted to. Man, listen. Here's the thing. All respect to Draymond, right? Future Hall of Famer, four-time NBA champion, four-time All-Star, defensive player of the year. His resume is longer than the holiday weekend. We got that out the way. Okay. The league has to make a statement because it's a problem there. And the problem is, is with Draymond. If you look at his history of him kicking people, of him stepping, I mean, literally hop-stepping on Sabonis last year in the postseason. Donovan Mitchell, I've never heard anyone say anything negative about Donovan Mitchell. How do you get into it with Donovan Mitchell? You're talking about over the weekend. I'm talking about Draymond Green two games ago. So when I'm looking at it, I'm looking at this behavior that he's displaying time and time again. And what I was always told is no one one individual that's bigger than the league itself. And the league is also supposed to protect their players. And the things that Draymond Green is doing right now on the floor, Adam Silver in the NBA has to make a statement to Draymond. What's a statement? A statement is five to ten games. Wow. Because he has to learn from this. Like, this can't be tolerated. This is unacceptable. And whether, whether or not we, we like Rudy Gobert as a person or whatever the case may be, he's a hell of a basketball player. He's also a Hall of Famer. And the respect level has to be there. There's no way that man should have been in a chokehold like that. Yep. No way in hell. Donovan Mitchell thing went at him the other day. Draymond tried to go to Ant the game before, talking all that junk at him. Ant wasn't having any of it. Mm-hmm. And Rudy verbally laid the smackdown after the game. Yeah, called him a clown. The tide is kind of turning here where players, they know he's a four-time champion. He is a future Hall of Famer. He's one of the best defenders in the history of the game. He's a genius yeah. on the basketball court. The rest of the league is getting tired, and they're telling you that they're getting tired. And by the way, we're talking about Dream on this. The Warriors are 6-6. Six and six. Mm. They have one good win. The and, entire and Clay, season. Rather, Steph is going to be Steph missing a couple is games. missing a couple games. Draymond's going to get suspended. You're talking about playoff series yep. between these two teams. They got to get, start getting serious about winning some games. This, these last few games have been tests for them. Cleveland, Minnesota, Minnesota, more tough games coming up. They failed 
every test. Yeah, like, be a they've two got to, seven, Zach. They've got to get it together. But Austin, you seven, you were in eight. these matchups not that long ago. You, yeah. These were these were your teammates. These were your guys. You saw those matchups with Draymond Green up close. Is what Zach's saying true? The the time running out on people's tolerance for well, this. Well, I, I feel you know Minnesota also feels that they're a team you know emerging in the West. They think it's their time. You know, we've all sat back, you know, and watched the Warriors dominate the NBA for the past decade. These young players, these young talents, J.D. McDaniels, 140, was it 146 million dollar contract? These are guys that got something to prove this year. And you know, last year we got knocked out the first round, swept by Denver, or we won one game. And the year before, I think they won the play-on game just to get in. Right now, they're one of the hottest teams in the NBA. You know, and Draymond has run this. This, this thing for a long time now where he's got into it with multiple players. Well, well to piggyback on your point, and it's a great point, it's not just the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's the league overall. Yeah. Who are we talking about? Jason Tatum, John Morant. I mean, uh, Jason Tatum, Tyrese Maxey, Luka Doncic, Anthony Edwards. Like, these guys are not respecting the old heads no more. They're saying this is our league, SGA, right? And so that old approach, the old Warriors – the bullies, like, no one is respecting that no more. They're saying, you know what, we have to win games, and you have to respect what these young boys are doing. Well, Kendrick, it has to be enforced. And that's where we go right back to the commissioner's office and mm-hmm. Joe Dumars. And God knows Joe Dumars was involved in more dust-ups than that. They would make that look like a featherweight dust-up <laughs> with the bad boy Pistons and, and the thing. Joe, not personally, but but in it, in, yeah. in the fray. I, I don't know that the league is ready to do what you're asking. I agree with you. That that you look. If you were Adam Silver and you really wanted to send a message, Adam, again, Adam, the, the 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 whole operation, you say to Draymond, you say to the Warriors, we're not having this anymore. And here's the number, and the number is north of five. Do do I believe that they're going to do that? I absolutely do not. Whatever the number is, you you nailed it. Look, I'm I can't psychoanalyze Draymond Green or what's going on, but you talk to people around the league today about Draymond's last week in the NBA. And you hear a lot of, I wonder if they know deep down that their moment is passing them by, and this is how it's Mm. manifesting, like this raging against the dying of the light. Sure. But, you know, it's a long season. We'll see. But that's the, that's, you you do hear people saying that. That's the chatter. And, you know, you see the the post that Draymond Green put up on his Instagram the other day after he was uh, tossed out of the Cavaliers game where he's sort of talking about this is who I am, this is who I've always been. I don't really, here, this is it right here. I'm in year 12. Stop telling me to be myself to be Draymond Green essentially I'm better at being Draymond than anybody imagine if I told y'all how to do your job but Austin you have a unique perspective on this I don't want to put you on blast here but you were suspended right for three games last year when you got into it with who was it Mo Bamba you put him in a chokehold a light light (laughs) chokehold the technical term is light chokehold it was one of the more serious fights though so can you can you just take me inside your mindset as a player I on the outside looking in, sometimes it's hard to understand. How do you let it get to that point? You know that Steph is already out for your team. That that fighting against the light that, that Zach was talking about. Yeah, a lot of times a line's crossed, right? Whether it's physical contact or someone verbally says something to you. And in a moment, it, it happens like this, super quick, where you're not thinking about the game anymore. You're not thinking about the consequences. You're not thinking about the technical fouls and the free throw shots that have to come after. You're thinking man versus man, it's me versus him. i got to protect myself. Or this guy disrespecting me in a way where I'm not thinking clearly. In Draymond's sense, we know he's a highly emotional guy. Man. This is a guy who's had multiple, multiple instances where he's gotten into it with all likes of players. You brought up Donovan Mitchell. He, he, there's a play where he kicked me in the stomach like three years ago off a closeout. And I was out, I think, for a game or two after that with like a rib, uh, rib injury. So this is a dude who gets off on doing these type of things. And, 
you know, I don't, I don't know. Will something be done? I don't think so either. I really don't. I think three, four games is what they'll do. Same thing they did to me. Yeah, but as a guy that was up there and leading, leading the league in technical fouls, a guy that was about to scrap with Nene Hilario, right, we know him, and Zebo in the back, you know, I had to go to anger management. And the first, the last step in anger management of actually graduating out the program is admitting your faults and holding yourself accountable. Nothing about Draymond Green post said anything about accountability or remorse. He's saying, I'm going to continue to be this person, and y'all going to have to do something about it. It's right there on the wall. It's a dare. It's the, yeah. Mm. I dare you to do something. Well, the wild thing is, all that happened, I mentioned it, 100 seconds into the game. The score was 0-0. There was whole, still a whole basketball game, still a whole in-season tournament game to be played after that whole kerfuffle erupted. So you can see Steph Curry was on the bench for this one. He's dealing with that knee injury. Steve Kerr said they got good news on the MRI, but it's expected to hold him out just a handful of games there. Okay, we got a little buzzer beater to end the third quarter. Steph says, that's usually my role. I love to see that from the young guy there. But then the Timberwolves sack, they are coming. They're not afraid of anybody. This is their time in their belief, and their starting five has come together. Jaden McDaniels, before he got ejected, he's been looking great. There they are, and here comes Ant-Man coming for your throw. First team All-NBA right now. First. By the way, Anthony Edwards in the backboard have a nice relationship this year, man. That guy's using the glass real well. This one came down to the wire. Dario Saric gets that one to go there, kicking it out. Conley to Carl Anthony Towns for three. Yes, huge shot there from Cat. And then once again, Ant. This, this is it. This is it. That's the playmaking, right? Being able to get yours and make others around you better. Love That's Conley's leadership. Reaction. This is where we are now. This is what we're going to do to Austin's point about what they think of themselves. The Timberwolves go on to win 104-101. For the first time in over 1,500 games, my friends, the Timberwolves are on a seven-game win streak. That snaps the third longest streak in NBA history between single-season seven-game streaks. So watch out. The Timberwolves. It's a lot of games. Jarek coming. I know, right? <laughs> Still to come on NBA Today, the Clippers, they are 0-5 since James Harden's debut. After a loss to the champs, how high is the panic meter in Los Angeles? We discussed. Plus, there were some big performances from some smaller guys last night. You might be surprised when Big Perk ranks the best guards in the East right now. And Michael Wilbon. He hasn't been happy as a Bulls fan, particularly since MJ left. Why he wants to see their current stars moved as soon as possible. You're watching it today. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. NBA Today 
is presented by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN. Chet Holmgren and Victor Wimbanyama, two players that are going to change the game. Behind the back, dribble all the way in, two-hand slam, Victor Wimbanyama. Holmgren throws it down. They are talented young guys that we're going to enjoy for a lot of years. Oklahoma City, a resounding victory. Our fans brought the energy tonight and it flowed right into the way we played tonight. We brought the energy and really played hard. This was one of the most anticipated matchups of the season, the rookie battle between Victor Wembanyama and Chet Holmgren. And guys, just look at this photo of the opening tip. It's incredible. Two seven-foot-somethings going at it. We actually had 10 in-season tournament games last night, so we're going to go coast-to-coast on all of the action. And let's start with the Spurs and the Thunder, because Chet and Victor, they both had a little bit of lackluster nights here. The Thunder, they won in a blowout. These teams are going to face off three more times this season. So, Zach Lowe, how much is, a, is winning a factor when it comes to Rookie of the Year? Typically less than other awards, because most big rookies go to bad teams. But I think in this case, it's going to matter if Oklahoma City finishes way, way, way ahead of the Spurs and OKC is damn good. There is nothing anybody can do with SGA right now. Absolutely not. And you're going to consider that when you're making your selection, potentially? Uh, no comment on my ballot priority. Not yet. You said not until the new I year. I will not All be right. entrapped. The Mavs and the Pelicans for their second in a row. New Orleans set a franchise record 46 fast break points here. The most by any team since 2019. This snapped a five-game losing streak. And before the game, Zion said he was, quote, taking a back seat and trusting the process. But this ain't Philadelphia. So, Austin, what do you think of that? It's about time. I mean, this this is what we want to see. We want to see this guy on the court. We've all, as fans and as admirers of, of Zion Williams, been frustrated with him not playing, not listening. He hasn't been in shape. You know, we want to see this guy play. We want to see him continue to dominate because when he's on the court, he's special. Yeah, he absolutely is. And, hey, don't look now, but the Heat, they are streaking. Jimmy Butler dropped 32 to win their sixth straight game. The last three came without Tyler Hero. He has an ankle sprain, but Bam and Jimmy, they look great. Well, Bond, is another star needed in South Beach? Well, if you get a hero back, we don't we do this every year. I know. It, it's, like, it's always needed until you get to late April. And then, so if you get a hero back, can you develop as, as opposed to acquire? Jaime Yaquez, rookie, he got enough minutes, shooting 50% from the field right now. So maybe when they get healthy, maybe they got it. Meanwhile, the Pacers and the Sixers, also the second straight game. These matchups have been all about the Tyrese's, right? Maxi at 50 on Sunday, but it was Tyrese Halliburton who was the man last night. 33 points, 15 assists in a win over the number one team in the NBA. Indiana is now the surprise leader in East Group A for the in-season tournament with wins over Cleveland and Philadelphia here. But take a look at this. That is back-to-back -back games with at least 25 points, 15 assists, no turnovers for Tyrese Halliburton. No other players in NBA history have put up that stat line multiple times in their entire career. And now Halliburton has done it twice in a row. So you know what time it is. Austin, you're new here, but I gotta inform you, this ain't your list. It yeah. certainly is not my list. Yeah. It is time for Big Perk's big list of best guards in the East right now. And again, this is my list. Malika and I were arguing about whether one of these players was a small forward in the shooting guard, and I had to tell her, there's no argument there, because this is my list. Big Perk's big list of best guards in the East. Now, you know it's like a revolving door because this is an 82-game season. Fluid and Austin, this is your first time on my segment. I need the energy, okay? okay but I'm going to start off at number five. I'm going to crank it off. I'm standing on business. Bam! Put it up there. 
Jimmy Butler. I a- wish I wish I would have had a better pitcher. And I know some would say he is a small forward. He's a shooting guard to me. And I know he's only averaging 20 points. But the fact of the matter is the Heat are in the top six in the Eastern Conference. Your team has to be winning in order to make my list. So you have to be doing it on the individual uh, basis and the team basis. Austin, I'm putting you to the test. I already don't like your attitude because you was trying to correct me. Let's get it straight right now. You got a chance to redeem yourself. Run it. Fire. Oh, man. (laughs) We're going to have to work on that. DeJounte Murray. Oh, my God. Some would say Trey Young, but he has been Mr. Consistent. The Hawks are top six in the Eastern Conference. Right now, this man is averaging 22 points, shooting over 55% from the field, and he has been delivering in great fashion on both ends of the floor. Austin's face tells me everything I need to know. It it, it ain't telling you much. It ain't telling you much because it's all about my face because it's all about my list. Coming in at number three, Malika, show him how to give me the... Ready? That's one. All right. Bam! There it go. There it go. Drew Holiday. And I know, listen, I get it. Y'all would say the numbers are not there. But I just want to talk about the impact and what he's bringing on the floor. This is a guy that don't need a lot of shots. He don't need the ball in his hands a lot to have an impact on winning. This is why we said a lot of people got the Celtics winning. Why? Because they got Drew Holiday in the trade. And he has been nothing short of amazing. And again... Yeah. Before you say something. No, no, no. Go ahead. This is my list, and your team has to be winning. My my job, though, just on this set, is to check in on the well-being of our analysts, and I don't know that Austin, as this yeah. list has been taken yeah. down, is doing too yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, but I feel sorry for his loss. Austin, because are, again, are you doing Put the okay? camera back on me. This is my list. Now, Austin, I'm going to give you a chance to get your lick back. Give me some <clears> energy. <throat> give me some energy. Here we go. Bam! I like go. it. It was smooth. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, all the shooters and bears and the Tyrese Halliburton. You know why? Because last night showed okay, me now something. We're talking about After getting the go. fifty piece yeah. dropped on him, he bounced back in great fashion and he went right back at Tyrese Maxey last night. Mm. Listen, he is the engine to this Indiana Pacer team. He makes it go. Not only can he go get a bucket himself, averaging twenty four points, but he's issuing out twelve dimes. And you know who I got at number one, Malik. You want another shot? I got now I'm being selfish today. <laughs> Bam! Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Maxey. Move over, James Harden. Let this young man shine, and he's been doing just that. 28, 6, and 8 is what he's averaging right now. And look, we, we could put him in a conversation as far as already making an all-NBA team. And I know it's early, but this dude has been spectacular. Doing what he do and making him be better. People thought... Oh, James Harden left the duo. James was setting up and beat. Tyrese Maxey is doing just the same. So again, this is my list. And not only do you have to be producing on an individual basis, but your team has to be winning. So no Jalen Brunson on this list. No. No Jalen Brown, the the highest paid player in the league. No Dame Lillard. How you feeling about it, Austin? I got a list of my own. It's it's a little bit, in my eyes, I think it's better than this. This is my list. First off, let's never, ever, ever forget Dame time. The most clutch player in the NBA, Damian Lillard. I know he's off to a shaky start in Milwaukee. Yeah. But he's he's still that guy. Let's not forget. You cannot forget Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I can. No way. He's one of the best guards in the NBA. You notice Jimmy Butler is not on my list because he is not a guard. He is a small forward. Everyone says that because that's the position he has played. Tyrese Halliburton, I like that pick. 
You got DeJounte Murray. I like him as a player, but he's not the best guard in this team. The best guard in this team is the guy with the ball in his hands all game. That is Trey Young. And around my list out, yes, sir, I got the young. But, but, got the but, young Maxi, man. But Malika, let me teach this young fella something. He's new something. to this whole list thing. Okay. It's not about what you did in the past, it's about the now. And you have to stand on business about the now. This is the now right here. The perfect list. The now. This Go is the perfect Malik. list according to Perk. Yeah. This is Austin's list. Yeah. The now. You can decide which one do you think is closer to the list of reality. The list of record as it should be. Pretty interesting. Got some things to think about. I think we need to take a break so we can get Perk a little towel. Yeah. He got worked I mean, up doing it. Still to come on NBA Today. <laughs> Raymond Green's punishment for his chokehold of Rudy Gobert is expected to be handed down soon. Our Adrian Wojnarowski, he joins us with more details on what is to come. And the hard times they continued last night in Denver for the Clippers. But Zach, I'm hearing maybe you saw some glimpses of something good from L.A.? We're going to take a look at the tape. Plus, tonight is the first time we can see Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and Bradley Beal share the court in Phoenix. Could this be the start of their championship run? Our researcher, Schwartz, he certainly thinks so. You're watching NBA Today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by ESPN Bet. The Clippers still searching for the first win since Harden made his debut. It would not be easy in the Mile High City. Business casual and PJ casual. James Harden, though, looked a little bit better. He did. He, he was aggressive attacking the basket. Seems like his decision making was a little bit quicker last night. Uh, it, it's going to take time. You know, you got four ball dominant guys on one team, but it seemed like James last night was a little bit more comfortable. James taking on the two-time MVP, Nikola Jokic. Harden had 21 points, his first 20-point game as a Clipper. But in the fourth quarter, the Clippers up five here. Zubat's on the bench, remember. Jokic, I mean, this is where he just takes it. This is that small ball. We tried this in Houston. It didn't work out well then, and it did not work out well last night. You're going to need someone bigger than, than Paul George or Kawhi Leonard guarding Jokic. Jokic, once again, just going to work. Gets his own rebound, puts it back in. Nuggets tie it at 102 here. Jokic had 32 points, 16 mm. rebounds, nine assists. The next possession here. Nuggets take the lead thanks to that Aaron Gordon getting it down low, scoring on that one. And then 26.3 to play here. Well, the Clippers, they have another chance. Paul George, he goes for it, gets that one to go. Zach is signaling that it was a travel. But three-point game at this point. Once again, Paul George, he goes for it, but the wedgie. 
Ah, uh, the wedgie. George had a game high, 35 points. Brilliant. After the Nuggets free throws, the Clippers down three. And this would do it. Nuggets win 111-108. So back here with our resident big man, Kendrick Perkins. I know you had some thoughts here on how this one went down. Oh, absolutely. And you know how I feel about Ty Lue. I feel like he's one of the best coaches in the game of basketball. But Malika, Jokic was 8 for 23. No Jamal Murray yesterday. And he took Big Zubak out and subbed him out with 448 left in the third. Now, let me remind y'all. When Zubak was guarding Jokic last night, Jokic was 2 for 10 mm. when Zubak was guarding him. Last night when he took Zubak out, 4 out of the 17 points in the paint, 1 of 6 outside the paint, Jokic was 2 for 10 again. 14 to 17 from the and, and I got some clips, you know what I mean? I watched the game, but I need to show the world these clips. Now, check this out. I understand T. Lou going small, but check this out. You know what Jokic is going to do? I got Paul George on me. He's 220 pounds. I'm 284. Watch this. Tomato chest. It's quick spin. Oh, I don't make it. Here you go. Rebound. I'm back up with it. I'm too big in here. This is how I do my sons in the driveway. Okay, you bring the double. Okay, Jokic. We know he's the best passing big ever. So what do we do? Look. Eyes at the rim. Look what Aaron Gordon doing. I'm going to stay in the paint because nobody can stop me. Look, I'm, I'm so lit. Then I'm going to just give you a dunk. Aaron Gordon, I believe, had eight points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And, I mean, they just destroyed the Clippers in the paint last night. And I really was mad at T. Lou for taking big Zubak out. We'll like, because Jokic is the problem. Yeah, and look at the shot chart. The shot chart backs up your point. And this is with Mason Plumley out for the Clippers, yeah. right? They really don't have a true backup center. Our Adrian Wojnarowski reported that after Daniel Tice uh, is agreeing to a buyout, right, that they are interested. The Clippers are going to be pursuing Tice to, again, shore up that backup center position. But they showed flashes, right, last night. You played with James Harden. This is an adjustment for them. What did you see that was potentially encouraging? How difficult is it to gel with him? It seemed like there's a little bit more chemistry in, in terms of spacing. That was the biggest thing I noticed last night is James had a little bit better spacing about him. Russell, um, I saw minutes were staggered a little bit better in terms of having Russell his own time and James having his own time to be themselves. Uh, it, it's, it's one of those things where playing with James, you have to understand, he's a very, very ball-dominant guy. Mm. So you have to be, exactly. So you know you can go five, ten possessions without touching the ball. You got to be ready to shoot a grenade maybe even if thrown at you. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's not for everyone. But if you can understand how he plays, the spots he likes to, you know, pass the ball, he wants those assists, he wants quick, shoot-ready guys, he doesn't really have a lot of those around him uh, other than really Norman Powell is the only guy who does that for him consistently. So we'll see how this works long term. But even even if James James is going to play better, we, we know that the, the four of them are going to interact better. We know that. But this size thing, this fascination with small ball needs to stop. Yeah. To go back to your point, when Zubats went out, Perk, I can, I was wondering, did he tweak something? Did he have an ankle? Why isn't T. Lou, who I love too, going back to Zubats in this situation? Look, part of the Warriors' problem is small ball. Stop with small ball. And you, you, you cannot have this against the best player in the world. It is not going to work. I'm not sure that the, 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 ref, that the jury's not back in on small ball, period. Yeah. You got too many bigs. There are too many wing players at 6'9 and 6'10 who can play the entire floor. That small ball is just not going to be effective. And the Clippers are going to have to find that out maybe the hard way. It's nothing better than the Hall of Fame would disagree with you. <laughs>
Well, look, there's Jokic and then there's everybody else, right? right. You can't do the Jokic will render a lot of what you try to do irrelevant because he's just too good. I mean, that clip of him backing down James Harden, like, I mean, it's, nice, it's that. nice that you're here, little guy. Uh, <laughs> but look, the Clippers, for the first time, looked like a basketball team that cared last night. And that's the first step towards riding the ship. They did not walk around on offense, which is what Ty Lue had said they were doing before. They actually moved fast and with purpose and a couple encouraging signs on the tape if we want to get to it. It's still lost, but here, look, Kawhi's got to all, hey, what can I do? I can step up into a screen right away for James Harden. I get a mismatch with Christian Brown. James Harden wastes no time. Two-man game with P.J. Tucker. That's the kind of chemistry they're going to have to have. Improvise. Go fast. Look at the shot clock. 19 on the shot clock. How about we start the possession right now with the defense's backpedaling. Easy pass. Another easy pass. A cut. A backdoor cut. They did stuff with purpose. They, the way Kawhi ran into that screen for James Harden without scripting it, without planning it, that's a way for the two of them to interact while the ball is still in James Harden's hands. So Kawhi's still a threat. He's got a good matchup. They didn't go to it, but he had a good matchup with Christian Brown. He's not just sitting there in the corner like this because that's not going to cut it. More of that, please. They yeah. lost. They lost. Let's not go crazy. They lost to no, no, Denver. No, 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 no. In Denver, that's a tough loss. But they actually looked like they cared. For the, like, the previous four games, they looked like we could just roll the ball out, look at the names on the back of our jerseys, we'll win. And they lost all of them. Last night, they played hard. They looked like they cared. Well, Paul George said he's not a moral victories guy, but there were some things that he saw that he felt in this game that were encouraging. And, Mr. Wilbon, I don't know if you know this, but Zach Lowe has a very proud badge here on NBA. No, I don't. Oh, he has watched badge? every no, single No, it's a shame. It's a mark of shame. Every single second oh. of James Harden's tenure with the Clippers, Zach Lowe <laughs> All right, I'm breaking that streak next game. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> but some of those, the, the staggering, you had been Stop calling. making fun of me. Stop making fun of me. Fun of you a little bit. I am, but it's yeah. okay. You've been calling for for potentially James Harden to come off the bench, potentially yeah, Russell, and that did not happen. Right. No, it didn't happen. It needs. But the staggering of it the minutes. It did the next best thing. Right. And do you think that that played into it at all? The staggering I, of the minutes of Russ and James. And Harden it was interesting. They the pairings went Russ and PG and Kawhi and Harden. And to T. Lou's credit. I didn't expect those to be the pairings because I thought maybe separating Harden and Kawhi as the two real ball-dominant guys would be the easier move, the right move, and that was proven wrong last night. He, he found those pairings. They seem to work. But every game is going to be an experiment. To me, the speed would, and the effort is more telling. That's what I want to see. But I was just about to say that when you think about the two, when you think about Russell Westbrook and James Harden, Russell Westbrook is that guy that you want because he's going north to south. James Harden is going to give you east to west and then a little slow north to south. Like, Russell Westbrook is so polarizing when he put the pressure on the defense that those kickouts are now different. Yeah. That lob or those dropouts to Zubak is a lot different. James Harden, he wants to probe, and it slows down the tempo. If I'm T. Lou, I'm preaching. We got to run. We got to run. We got to run, especially if you're going small. Well, their next test is Friday against the Rockets, and these are not the Rockets of last year. Ime Udoka has Fred Van Vliet and Alperin Shengun, and this squad is playing at a different Boys, level. Six so in a row. They and Uncle Jeff. Hoping. Absolutely. Still yeah. to come on NBA Today, Zach Levine. He talked about his future in Chicago. We're going to hear from him and tell you if now is the time for the Bulls to start making some major trades. That's next on Spoiler NBA alert, Today. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Chicago Bulls, they're off to a slow start. They sit at 12th in the East, the team's 4-7 and seven record. It's opened the door to some discussions, reports that the team is now exploring trading Zach Levine. That's according to Casey Johnson and others. Levine, he's under contract for two more seasons after this year, plus he also has a player option. And today, Levine, he was asked about his future in Chicago. You know, people talk. You know, I've been in trade talks for a long time. So I understand the situation, but, you know, once uh. You know, once news is always broken, it's, it's, a, it's a big thing. You know, it's not like it's the first or the last time it's, you know, going to happen with my name. So, um, as of right now, I'm excited to, you know, still put this jersey on, go out here and play, um, and try to just win tonight. But do, do you want to be elsewhere? I mean, do you want to be? If we, if we need to talk about that at a time, you know, right now isn't the time to really talk about that. It is the time. Right now isn't the time to talk about that. That's not exactly overwhelmingly <laughs> shutting down those conversations. Michael Wilbon, you're the first Which he name. Has done in the past. Right, exactly. So yeah. this seems like a little bit of, of going off course of what we've seen historically. You're the first name I think of when I think of Chicago. This is a space for you. We are all here <laughs> for you to He's let it out. He's putting me on the sofa on, as a proxy. Yes, you can call us all doctor with a question <laughs> after it so Malika, that we all are appropriately titled here. There was an inaccurate assessment of what in the summer, of what the Bulls could be coming out of the gate. And that's why they brought this whole team back to run it back and, and signed Vooch and gave him money. And you, you, you look at DeMar, you look at Zach Levine, and they never got over the loss of Alonzo Ball, have not gotten over it, thought they were going to get over it, mm-hmm. passed it, have not. Four and seven. Here was the thing I was encouraged about. From January 1 to the end of last regular season, okay. you know who had the number one defense rating in the league? The Bulls. One. Number one. You know what they are now so far? Four and seven? 22nd. You know what the Bulls gave up? Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly got there in the trade and, tr- and changed the whole He did. Remember how well the they played room. down the stretch? But, they played much better yeah. down the stretch with Pat Bev in there, and now, of course, he's in Philly. So, so now, you look, the Bulls have to start over. Mm. We, we, I, I deal with the text messages I, I get from every, half the people in the building here saying, what's wrong with your team? They have to start over, and the way you start over is getting some kind of package as much as you can for Zach Levine and DeMar Rosen, who's going to be a free agent, who's in the final months of his contract. You've got to do that. Where else are you going? The, the Patrick Williams draft pick has been a disaster. He has not been the late bloomer that we thought. And when you look at Halliburton coming after him in that draft, and now the Bulls have to live with that. Oh, my God, we, we passed on Halliburton to take Patrick Williams, who has not been what they thought. At the yeah. fourth overall pick so they got multiple problems i'm not going to lay this all on zach levine but he's the guy making 200 million dollars plus sure and he's got to bear a lot of the responsibility but do they have the stomach for that zach that tear down that that uh mr wilbon is talking about i i hope so because the worst thing they can do is trade zach levine 
for like win now kind of assets to try to keep whatever this train is, which is not really going anywhere anyway, to try and keep it going all the way to nowhere where it's going. And that would be the most damaging thing. I, I Look, I just don't know what else they're supposed to do because you look long-term. You talked about Patrick Williams, who's <laughs> been disappointing. Their last two first-round picks aren't playing. Like they, There's just like nothing coming up in the pipeline. The present-day team isn't going anywhere. This is three years in a row of being outscored with DeRozan, Levine, and Vucevic on the floor. It just isn't working. And probably the best thing they can do for the long-term health of the franchise is try to bottom out get a high pick in this draft and get a high pick in the Cooper flag draft and just say it's painful, but you got to eat your vegetables sometimes. I like vegetables, but I, 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 I'm a little bit looking at their schedule coming up here. The Orlando Magic twice, they have the Heat after that, although the Heat are playing incredibly Don't well right your now. Orlando Don't Magic is the That's team. what I'm saying. The Orlando I'm, Magic just, will take them apart. That's what I'm saying. I'm just wondering if when the schedule gets rolling a little bit here, if they pile on a couple of wins and all of a sudden it's going to feel a little bit better or, if they're still going to have the stomach to push through those bubble guys. Or the team that you traded, Wendell Carter Jr. and the Ooh. picks that became Franz Wagner and Jed Howard for comes and beats you and ends this era or signals the end of it. Well, Michael Wilbon is saying the Bulls need to start over. And if the the mayor of Chicago is saying that, then I think that the Bulls should probably listen. Coming up next on NBA Today, the Celtics, the Sixers, they face off tonight. Perk, isn't this the game that you've been waiting for? We're going to tell you who's going to win and lay claim on the best team in the East. For 21 years, LeBron James matchups with the Kings have been a show. It's time for now for Setting the Pick, brought to you by ESPN Bets, the official sports book of ESPN. Take a look at this. Tonight, the Lakers, they put their undefeated home record to the test once again against De'Aaron Fox and company. It's not the only game that jumps out on the slate, though. You can see some notable ones tonight. I should mention that Giannis Antetokounmpo has been ruled out against the Raptors. So, gentlemen, as you take a look at this list, knowing that for the very first time we may get to see Bradley Booker Devin Beal. <laughs> We're going to go with that. Bradley Booker, Devin Beal, yeah. Yeah. and Kevin Durant. I like it. Sure. I like it. Kevin Durant, so Bradley Devin, Beal, Devin. Devin. Durant. We're just going to go all, the big three of the Suns on the floor all First together. Time. Let's go with that and get me another cup of coffee. Michael Wilbon, <laughs> what are you most excited to see? Who are you picking tonight? I want to see the Sixers coming off that loss last night to Indiana at home against the Celtics. I mean, that, look, there's no truly great rivalry necessarily anymore in the league, but the closest thing, and it can be rekindled very quickly, is Sixers-Celtics. I'm actually looking at the Celtics. Sixers coming off a of back-to-back and that signature win, right? The Celtics got a lot of wins, but they haven't got one against a true contender. Can they pick up the pace? Did they get their rest, had them toes wiggling in the bed last night? Can they go out there and get the W? Yeah, I'm looking at the other game on ESPN, the Lakers. Okay. They're undefeated at home. LeBron didn't play last night, which means he's playing tonight. Primetime game. Kings are 1-3 and three on the road so far. Uh, I know it's De'Aaron's first game back. There might be a little rust there. I think the safe picks the Lakers at home. 
Suns Wolves, Suns first game with the big three. I'm very excited. Minnesota's on a back to back. Suns come out flying and beat Minnesota. You think the Suns are any toes wiggling in your I don't know. Analogy? About I don't have to. Anyone flying switching so last names? Relax and watching the game. Uh, well, we want to know who you're picking. Get the ESPN bet app. Get started now. New customers can get $500, $200 in bonus bets once they've placed their first sportsbook bet with ESPN bet. Still to come on NBA Today, the Timberwolves, the Warriors, they threw down last night. Should Draymond Green expect a suspension and how severe will it be? That's next. NBA Today is presented by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN. Stay 0-0 zero, zero the first two minutes. Look at Thompson Davis. What is going on with that? Well, Draymond has got Gobert in a chokehold. This is ridiculous. That was ridiculous. Draymond came in to defend Clay. This, this got out of hand very quickly. So that was yesterday as we await the NBA's ruling on Draymond Green's actions, including, of course, the chokehold of Rudy Gobert. We now welcome in our senior NBA insider, Adrian Wojnarowski. So, Woj, today, what are you hearing about Draymond's possible suspension here? And Malika, the leak has certainly started that investigation. That means reviewing the tape, setting up and conducting interviews with participants. That includes players, coaches, you know, referees, uh, those, anyone who would have uh, perspective on it and certainly Draymond Green if he chooses to talk to the league. Now, the the Warriors don't play again until tomorrow against Oklahoma City. Uh, so it does give the league some time uh, if they did not reach a ruling today or finish all the interviews or evaluating uh, this, the, the, the chokehold uh, slash uh, headlock right. on Rudy Gobert that it does buy them some time into tomorrow if they don't uh, finish that today, but uh, they're certainly uh, well underway in this uh, this review. Well, just they're weighing all of these factors. How much does Draymond's history come into play here in terms of the severity of the NBA's potential ruling here? And Malika, it plays a huge part, and you saw it last year in the playoffs against Sacramento in April when Draymond Green stepped on DeMontis Sabonis's chest. And, you know, after that suspension, I talked to Joe Dumars, the league's executive VP uh, of basketball operations. And, you know, he reminded everybody of you know, the three factors, uh, excessive and over the top actions, contract mm. detrimental. And then the big one with Draymond Green, repeat offender. And certainly Green's uh, history, uh, his involvement in a number of these skirmishes, right. it does play a part. And you can certainly expect that is going to factor into the league's decision on a possible suspension for him. Oh, thank you so much, Woj. They continue to weigh this back here with the panel for now. Uh, Wilbon, as you heard what Adrian Wojnarowski said, and we look, and it's very early, but the Warriors just sit at eighth in, an, in a Western Conference that really doesn't have much room for error. They're 6-6 six and six on the season. How do you see this playing out? Well, I, I don't know that Draymond's, whatever's going to happen to Draymond today, tomorrow, is necessarily going to affect that team. We see time and again Draymond has these dust-ups. And the Warriors come to his defense and they say, this is part of who we are and we can accept it. So even though the rest of the industry may not, the Warriors do. The Warriors have bigger problems. Again, 
where's where's the the meaningful size, the impactful size on that team in a Western Conference that's loaded? Mm. And so I, I, some of these struggles I didn't anticipate them having early in the season. What have they won? One game at home so far. I'm looking at Andrew Wiggins and I'm looking at Clay Thompson. Like it's time for them to elevate their game, mm. right? They have they have been a disappointment thus far in this young season. And it's time for them to elevate. And if Draymond is suspended, then we get to see more Jonathan Kaminga. Yeah. Which I think will be great for the for the league and for the Warriors to actually see what this young man got in extended minutes. I think it's essential that Kaminga comes into his own. I mean, we talk about their young talent. We don't really have that. You know, they they lost Jordan Poole. Wiseman's gone. Kaminga's one of the only guys that they really drafted at the top of the board. That's on that list. Well, we've had this discussion before, yeah. and 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 Kaminga the other day he was the what their third leading scorer for the Golden yep. State Warriors. Yeah. But we're talking about Jonathan and Kaminga in a discussion that's about Draymond Green, Steph Curry being out, Clay Thompson not being the Clay that we've grown accustomed to, and the Warriors, frankly, bobbling at this point in the season. Zach, those three guys you just mentioned are the defining trio of the last ten years in the NBA. One of them is about to be suspended, and one of them just hasn't played well enough. They got to get it together. They got to get it together well, and quickly. Because there is not room for error in a packed Western conference. That's going to do it for us. We'll see you tomorrow.